like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prudes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another in our identities and roles in the BDSM lifestyle series. Today is part two, power exchange dynamics and their identities. Power exchange is where one person gives the other a certain amount of control over them and the relationship. Some level of power exchange happens in every relationship, both vanilla and BDSM. This has nothing to do with kink or their roles in the bedroom or in kinky placings. This should be discussed and agreed upon before starting the relationship. Uh, Just a disclaimer, a lot of the research that we've done was older articles and different resources where it wasn't always inclusive with gender and or sexuality. So if we tend to show a more heteronormative um, uh, examples within this series, please substitute or inject your personal relationships uh, and the types of genders that are involved, sexualities involved in your relationships into this material. Thanks. Let's look at the vanilla side. Persons within a vanilla relationship are equals. Both parties have a say-so in decisions concerning where they live, big item purchases, chores, etc., They can switch it up by one handling certain jobs because it's more convenient for them. Uh, A female-led relationship, FLR. A female empowering relationship. The female or the one in charge, if it's a lesbian couple, makes all decisions, makes sure all the chores are completed, the bills are paid, and the couple's so, and the cup and is in charge of the couple's social life with others. Kink is also not necessarily a driving force in a female-led relationship. A male-led relationship, MLR, or often called taken in hand, uh, sometimes is domestic discipline or a 1950s household. These are all words that are associated with male-led relationships. The one in control makes the money, controls where and how it's spent. The chore list would be left for the partner that has stayed home and would have things like chores done and dinner at a certain time, much like the 1950s leave-it-to-beaver kind of household. As well, kink is not a major driving force in this type of relationship. Let's look at the more BDSM side of relationship dynamics. First, let's look at total power exchange, TPE, also called authority transfer. A master or a mistress has complete control over their slave. 
This is considered the more extreme dynamic within the BDSM lifestyle. That doesn't mean it's better. It just means that it's uh, more involved or there, there is more involved in this type of power exchange. This isn't something that someone jumps right into. It takes a lot of time and growth to become a total power exchange. Oh, on, the, on the other hand, there are power exchange relationships. This is a DS, dom-sub, DDLG, which is uh, daddy-dom little girl, or some other slash like a mommy little boy caregiver little. There is a negotiated limited amount of power exchange. A lot of the dynamics reserve the rights to negotiate the limits, the rules, and the punishments. There are basically two identities within the BDSM lifestyle. And those, those two different identities will oftentimes have a lot of different honorifics or titles associated with them. They are dominant and submissive. The dominant is the one in control, and the submissive, the one being controlled. A dominant is the umbrella identity for the person in control of their relationship and their partner on some level in the BDSM lifestyle. The dominant takes on the responsibility for the well-being, the proper training, and the guidance of the submissive. A submissive is the umbrella term or umbrella identity for the person who has consensually given over some level of control or authority to their dominant. They are obedient and compliant to their partner. They always conduct themselves or should in a respectful manner, recognizing their behavior is a direct reflection of their dominant. Here's a list of the different types of dominance and submissives, those honorifics we were talking about, and a little bit of explanation about them. A master or mistress. And those are gender-specific terms for the same identity. A type of dominant that has ultimate control or total authority over their slaves. They usually seek a total power exchange or authority exchange dynamic. A slave. A type of submissive who gives total power to their master. They are sometimes considered a possession and not a partner, but they still ultimately are a person. They might speak or type online in the third person, and they are uh, totally uh, consensual within uh, this type of identity. In other words, it is a consensual ethical slave. They're not kidnapped or... Or, uh, or anything like that. An owner is similar to a master. They are the owner of a slave that identifies as like, a pet or a service slave. Not confused with animal play, which is a different kind of kink. And a pet, a non-sexual slave that does not have any animal traits. They are sometimes referred to as an object, not a person. This is not a commonly used definition of this identity since pet or animal role play 
has taken over this word, kind of a blast from the past. A dom or dame, and those are both gender-specific terms for the same thing, is a person in control of a DS, dom-sub relationship, and a submissive. A sub, which is short for submissive, is the person giving up control to their partner in a DS, dom-sub relationship dynamic. A daddy or a mommy sometimes referred to as a daddy-dom or a mommy-dom. It's a dominant that's protective, nurturing, and supportive, much like a parent, hence the name. This is not something or someone that's into any kind of incest or pedophilia. Those things fall outside of the scope of BDSM, and they're not any way, shape, or form involved in, in, as in any way in BDSM, because BDSM is all about consent and all about adults. This dynamic may have less power exchange than others depending on the dynamic. Caregiver. A caregiver can be a big, which is a uh, submissive, uh, or a non-gendered alternative for a daddy or a mommy. This person usually makes sure the little is taken care of, or sorry, is taking care of themselves uh, with their meds, eating, drinking properly. Littles, a submissive that has the characteristics, behaviors, and mindset of someone younger or childlike. It has nothing necessarily to do with age play or age regression. Depending on some behaviors, littles might identify as middles, bigs, baby girl, or boy. Gurian is part of the BDSM lifestyle that originated from the science fiction writer John Normal. It is an MS relationship based on servitude and slavery. Most of the time it follows old traditional gender roles with the women serving the men as master. It's changed some and there are practicing masters that are female, femme, non-binary, and with male or non-binary slaves. We just wanted to note that in doing research for this, in more than one article, it stated that those who follow a Korean lifestyle don't always claim the BDSM lifestyle. But we wanted to include these things on this list to make it a more complete list. A Korean master, a master that follows the rituals and practices created within the fictional world of gore which is a fantasy and adventure novel by John Norman. A Kajira, which is female, or Kanjiras, which is male, which is the slave to a Gurian master. A keyholder, and someone in chastity, is not technically an identity, but there is a level of power exchange involved. It's not really a role either, because they're not role-playing chastity. A key holder, someone that holds the key to a chastity belt or cage. There does not need to be a relationship or a power exchange dynamic or any other power exchange involved for them to practice. So in some ways, it's a more of a kink role and than, than an identity for some. Chastity or locked is the person wearing a chastity device 
that trusts someone to hold the key. A switch. This is a person that can be the dominant person in one dynamic and the submissive person in another dynamic. Being both identities in the same dynamic really isn't a possibility. And it's always, it would be very counterductive and counterproductive, unhealthy because of the always changing inconsistency of your mindset. Usually this is confused with someone that identifies uh, one way in their dynamic, but can be versatile in a scene or can uh, is a uh, a dominant and then is in in identity and then is a bottom in a kinky play scene. And so sometimes a little bit of confusion there. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for this BDSM United podcast, the second in this series. Uh, you can find all of our resources at www.bdsmunited.com. We encourage you to connect with us and to uh, visit our different socials and our different pages and, and utilize our resources. It was a joy talking with you, and I'll talk with you again soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of whips, chains, and duct tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.